What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Against All Odds podcast. Mimi's here. Mimi's back on camera. It's been a while since we've been on it. Been back on the podcast and on camera. I know. You excited? Yeah, I'm all nervous now. <laughs> I'm not used to it. Um, for this podcast, we kind of just want to do um, like a little update podcast, a little chatty podcast. I have a little bit of topics, stuff that's been happening over the last week or two, and uh, let's kind of dive right into it. So, uh, any words to start it off? Yeah, um, I'd like to thank our sponsors. Well, no, no, the intro first. Oh. You've, it's, you're I rusty. I thought you were already into it. No, 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 you're rusty. This is like before the little song? Yeah, well, I always say, so let's roll the intro and then we'll oh, get started. okay, okay. All right, so let's roll the intro and let's get started. <laughs> yeah. Go for it, Mimi. I would like to thank our sponsors. <laughs> I, I feel so weird doing this. All right. They can't see this. Ebonel Lightning Pain Relief Cream. You roll it on. It's warm and tingly and it smells good. It makes your pain go away. Let well, me take over. What more could you want? <laughs> so we want to thank the sponsors for today's <laughs> podcast is Ebonel Lightning Pain Relief Cream. Um, I've been using this a lot just after workouts and after trainings and stuff, just with sore muscles or wherever, rub it on. It just works like any other pain relief cream, except this also works to reduce inflammation. And uh, yeah, like what Mimi said, it's, it's pretty nice. It gives a really nice, warm, tingly sensation, but it's not overpowering like some creams are. So uh, pretty cool. So thank you to Ebonel for, for reaching out and sponsoring this podcast episode and if you guys want to check them out their link will be in the description you can check them out on their website or on amazon both links will be in the description and if you guys do want to get one be sure to use our discount code against 10 if you guys are just listening that's against a-g-a-i-n-s-t 10 so that's just one zero don't spell it out one zero all right. Um, it's like you're making that more complicated than it okay you do it what's the discount code say it against 10 with the numbers. They can figure it out. <laughs> with the numbers. <laughs> with the numbers. All right, so thank you, Ebonel. Okay, so anyway, Mimi, um, I don't think you've talked about, like you tr flew to California and then back here. You haven't talked about that on the podcast, oh, right? Oh, yeah. No, I haven't. I don't think so I So do you want to talk about what it's like to fly and go on an airplane during this time? Yeah, um, I don't recommend it. <laughs> if you don't have to do it, don't do it. But um, it was weird. In some airports, they take it more seriously than others. Like the Tulsa one was like pretty relaxed. There was a lot of people without masks and gloves on because um, the airlines can enforce it on the plane, but not in the airport. Oh. So um, yeah, I just kind of avoided people. And then flying is really weird because a lot of the airlines are saying that they're going to have the middle seat open so that you're spaced out. But then sometimes they'll like overbook and then there's going to be people <laughs> in the middle seat and you like kind of get upset and you're like, I don't know, but then it's like, does it matter? Because there's people right behind you and in front of you. And it's like, is that even going to make a difference? I don't know. But yeah, it's scary. And it's a long flight and there's always a layover. So I just try to keep my mask on the entire time and like not drink or eat or anything. So yeah, that's what you, you landed and you got in the car and you're like, I'm starving. Yeah, because I have, didn't take it off. That's I there's no way I could do that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just hard. I don't know. I don't know if I'm overreacting, if I'm underreacting. I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, but yeah, so basically, but I'm alive. Yeah, <laughs> you're alive. But things here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, are really opening up. Like restaurants are reopening, bars are reopening, gyms are reopening, or have been reopened for a while. Yeah. So it's been very. Uh, yeah, like because we we are still kind of 
I mean, I think he's okay with it. I'm still a little iffy about going out, but whenever we drive past restaurants or cafes, they're just like a bunch of people sitting outside enjoying life. And it's <laughs> like, are we doing the right thing yeah. by not doing I, that yet? I think, I think, especially if you're in places like Tulsa, Oklahoma, where there's like, it's not New York, it's not California, it's not like Brazil or anything. Yeah. If you're in like, like Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you're smart and you social distance and you, you know, you're clean, you wash your hands and all that stuff. Um, I think, you know, you listen to your local governments and if they're reopening bars and restaurants yeah. and they're doing whatever social distancing between the tables, I think it's fine to do it. But I just think it's wrong if you go against what the scientists and yeah. local governments are saying. Um, Agreed. so yeah, so it's been good. Uh, we like what Mimi said though, we haven't been to a restaurant or anything. We haven't done anything. I've just been doing my small group team trainings and other than that we've just been kind of hanging out in the apartment yeah, the only thing i've eaten like out of our house is chick-fil-a but we bring it back yeah so. that doesn't count yeah and then when we go out the only thing that we do besides like just staying in this apartment is we go on walks so mm -hmm. we're going on walks around we're going to do this right after this podcast yep. just going uh around walks around the rich parts of tulsa check yeah. out the houses just kind of daydream about yeah. what we could have one day. Yeah, daydream about the houses. There's just one yeah. house we were walking yesterday and found it. Do you want to talk about That was going to be one of my topics. Yeah, talk, yeah. Talk, describe that house. It's our dream house. Yeah, well, because on our walks, like like you said, like we just like to walk on the nice areas and we like to look at the houses. And at least I do this naturally. I don't know if it, you just do it because I do it, but like I can't just like walk and like not pay attention. Like I comment on every house and like their yard and everything. But I like about it what I don't like and stuff like that. And um, yeah, we both came across this one and we kind of just looked at each other and we're like, that's the one. It was <laughs> that's our sick. dream house. Yeah. Well, what was the price? Six million? Six. It was five. I think it was high fives. Like high five. five. Oh, so something. not that expensive then. No. Nah. So. Yeah. But we, it's something that I wanted to discuss because everybody has like, you know, their dream, I guess, like checklist of like what they want in, the, in a house. And. I think a lot of people would just automatically think view, like I want a view, but a lot of times you can't get view if you want land or if you want a yard or a flat property. A lot of times those don't go together. So um, we're kind of on the same terms, I think, that we would prefer the yard and having like a really nice property over like being on like the edge of a mountain to have a view. And this place was like a beautiful, just luscious compound. like. Uh, I don't know. They had dogs running around everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was just very like very green. It had like yeah. a backyard pool. Just probably huge like huge yard, two, beautiful fence around it too. Probably like two or three acres of grass. Yeah. Like it just felt pretty cool. But like yeah. that's the thing. Like for me, I'm like split right now. Like, especially like once my career is done and like my dream life. I mean, this is like yeah, this yeah. isn't happening anytime soon. Just, <laughs> this is like if things go really well with become yeah. elite and everything. But like I have like two scenarios. One is to like live in San Diego. That's four. No, no, two. Two scenarios. Okay. No, no, each two scenarios you just show on both hands yeah okay. um but one is to live in like san diego with like i want a view of the ocean like mm -hmm. that would be like one of my dreams i think that's so cool but if you do that there's no way that you're going to be able to have a yard especially a yard that you can play and kick a soccer ball around with your kids maybe when they're small but you're not going to be having like really you're not going to be pinging a, like a long no. ball yeah and then the other dream of mine would be to be like in some places very green like portland and have like an acre, two acres or something where you can really have like, not a compound, but like have like... You can like let your dog out and yeah. like let it run around or yeah. your kids or whatever and like not have to worry. And we but, both have like the same dream. Like, and if you want both though, yeah. you need to have like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. But I think one or the other is reasonable. Yeah, we kind of have to choose. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of what's going on. But like I think lately 
like I've kind of switched over, especially because like, you know, I mean, in my twenties, if I was like crazy rich in my twenties, I think it'd be cool to have the view. But like, as you progress and start to have kids and move into like a family, I think obviously it's better to have like the land and like a yeah. little bit more of a, uh, like acre and stuff. Yeah. Cause we're always on like Zillow and looking at like home sites just to like see, you know, the prices of things and just kind of dream about what we could one day afford. And we always look at San Diego because obviously that's like the dream location. But like he said, like you have to be multimillionaire, billionaire to get like the ideal property in San Diego mm-hmm. with a yard and a view and everything. So I was just kind of casually like, I think it was like last week. I was like, you know, like we could just live in Portland <laughs> and have the yard and, you know, the, the space and yeah. the relaxation and have your family there. And he was like, you know what? Like, that sounds pretty nice. And ever since I brought that up, he every day he's like, all right, you convinced me. Well, I've always been like 70, 30, like yeah. 70% of me wants to live in San Diego because of the weather. And especially for me. And I know in the future, I want to train kids. I want to like be active outside. I love the beach. I love swimming. I love the sun. So San Diego is like perfect, but it is true. Like what you're saying. So like the more and more I'm thinking about it, like Portland would be cool, especially because like my family's there. For those who don't know, Mimi's whole family is basically from LA, San Diego. Uh, San, Not I LA. should say San Diego. See, my brother lives in LA now, but we're from San Diego. And for me, my whole family lives in Portland and it looks like my brother is going to be moving to Seattle. So I'm like Pacific Northwest. Mimi's like Southwest. Yeah. And my whole life growing up in San Diego, obviously like I knew I was blessed, like San Diego is probably one of the best places in the world, but what I was missing my whole life was the green and the space and the grass. Like when I go to Portland to visit him or we go to Europe or like travel anywhere, I take pictures of the grass and I just like, I cannot get over the green because we don't have that in San Diego. Like we're not even allowed to have grass. If you have grass, like you're breaking a law because you're not allowed to water the grass. It's like, it's ridiculous. And I feel like I'm one of those people who like when you're in a green environment, like I, it makes me happy. Like some people don't care, but like, that's what I was missing. And yeah. now I'm like, I want it so bad. It's, it, it, no pun intended, but the grass is always greener. It is always, but yeah. it is always greener because it's not green in San Diego. Like it's always green <laughs> yeah, but elsewhere. Like in Portland, like I, I'm telling, I'm telling you now, like once you experience like the nine months of rain and clouds and everything soggy and cold, and then you finally, I mean, I agree the green when you're when it's like from now from may through september is amazing and i love it but from october through april it can wear on you and yeah, so he keeps he keeps warning me about this but your mom is saying with global warming that you're getting like warmer <laughs> and warmer seasons and yeah. it's kind of switching like it's not it's not as bad as it was when you were younger yeah it, my mom yeah i haven't spent like a full year in oregon in like 10 years so yeah Maybe it's all different now. But yeah, it's changed. The <laughs> we'll world see. has changed. But yeah, I I just I definitely think that like part of me is and I think what it's good either way, because no matter what, like let's say we end up do living in San Diego or let's say we do end up living in Portland. Or neither. Um, or neither. <laughs> we live somewhere completely else, but we will be visiting both locations yeah. a lot because obviously family in both cities. So that's pretty cool. It'd be a lot worse if like our families were from like areas that we didn't want to visit. And then I like, know I can't believe how lucky we are that I'm from the one place that you love visiting most. And you're from the place I love visiting most. Like what are the odds? Like you could be from 
ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ。ハワイ
in the negotiation phase and and trying to waiting to hear what's going to happen with the USL. Yeah, we don't know. So and it's tough because even though like America is worse than other countries and stuff with the coronavirus, but there's also the added thing that since we are a second division team and we don't have all the funds like some of the top tier uh, leagues across the pond or even the MLS, that now there's some clubs that are talking about you know arguing and trying to figure out how we're going to have a season. So, like if it's feasible for them. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, I think we're in a really good spot. Like I'm in a really good place with Tulsa, like and the new owners here. I think we're in a really good spot and I feel really safe and secure here. Uh, but it's still, it is kind of like unknown. I think for like a gym membership for you, I mean, if you, if you're ready with your like migraines to go and work out, I think you might as well start one because you can just go month to month and you can quit at any time, but it's going to depend you on your migraines. Me though, but then we move and then I'm still paying for the, <laughs> so you, I just canceled it. my last one like last week from why, San Diego. Why, why'd you just end that one? I forgot that I had it. So that's not my fault. That's your fault. No, no. Yeah. So I wouldn't be here. You're right. But I'm happy that my gym is open and I can work out. Yours there. is expensive. That's why yeah. I didn't have it last time. Yeah, well, we, yeah, for us it's free, but for like, if you wanted to go work out there, yeah, it's really expensive. I mean, relatively, it's probably like normal for San Diego prices, but there's a lot of affordable. Was it like 80 bucks a month, 50 bucks yeah. a month, something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it's worth it because it's, it's one of those gyms that's very, like there's not that many people in there yeah, ever. Yeah, it's pretty open. Yeah, and it's got a lot of, it's it's a good gym. Just keep um, rubbing it in. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope we have that performance center in our Titan area that reopens so that we can get really good workouts with all of our like sports performance machinery and everything. But, um, but we'll see. Uh, other than that, something cool. Uh, the... You know the book Relentless by Tim Grover that I read mm-hmm. all the time? So Marcus Rashford, who is a player at Manchester United. I know him. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, but he was he went on a YouTube video, uh, there's, or some YouTube video he was talking about like the 10 things he can't live without. And he mentioned that book, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. It's like you. Uh, you take it in your backpack with you everywhere. I know. Just to brush up on quotes randomly when yeah. I need it. Now it is, it is sick though. Um, but I thought it was kind of cool. Like just like for one, like Tim Grover's book is getting more, uh, notoriety and everything, but also it's cool to see like other top athletes. Cause especially with, that's a basketball book, you know, or not a basketball book, but like it's about Michael Jordan. Yeah. Kobe but Bryant. you all have like the same mindset. Yeah. But it's cool to see that really push into the soccer world now. So I thought that was pretty neat. Maybe he listened to you talking about it <laughs> and that's why he has it. Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you never know, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was cool. What's your, what's your favorite book? Are you reading anything right now? I'm reading the book about Winston Churchill and the Blitz. And next topic. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I try to tell him about it, he's like, why are you reading like a school book, like a history book? I'm like, it's not. To each his own. It's just nonfiction. To each his own. It's good. Highly recommend. It's called the splendid and the vile. Yeah. Send it over to me. I'll see if I can look into it. Okay. Speaking of that, also, I tried a hobby. Oh, yeah. It was awful. Yeah, because we obviously had the, the podcast. Of, yeah, we know, talked about that on ago. here. Is how I, basically, if you guys haven't heard, it's how I don't have any hobbies at all. My I do, but I've turned them into like my job. Like My hobbies, when I was younger, was playing soccer, playing basketball. Like I love to make movies like on a video camera and stuff. Uh, and I... You liked art. Yeah, I liked art. 
but like that was like it was kind of always in the back burner i, I focused on it it wasn't cool enough yeah, i liked sports more <laughs> and then um soccer did i already say soccer oh weightlifting and fitness so those were like my hobbies my hobbies when i when i was younger were those things now they transition to my full-time job of so making now he's really boring <laughs> he doesn't making, have any hobbies but mimi's like all you do is work but for me working out training and making a youtube video is a hobby like those are hobbies that just also pay me money yeah i just have like these little things that like i'm not like a pro at but i just find them fun and i like to do like i love knitting i love drawing and painting and sewing and like i could probably list like 10 things that i enjoy doing but you just like you either work or you just nothing nothing yeah. work or nothing i'm 100 percent on or zero yeah and so the other day off. i was i was like wanting to do something so i was like okay like i want to paint i was like do you want to paint with me and you're like well, I'll draw something. I was like, okay. So I got my paints out and I start painting and he starts going to town on this like line drawing with this like Sharpie and black pens and stuff, just on like a printer paper. And I finished my painting in like an hour. It was just like a really quick, small painting. And I started like going on to like doing other things. Like I made dinner and I was like watching a movie or something. And he's over in the corner like drawing and he's like, I'm miserable. <laughs> it's like, I can't stop. Yeah. And I think that's why what's so hard is like for, for you, you are good at having like that wide array of like dipping your toes into everything. And for me, I, I, I am so tunnel visioned on things Yeah, and it's beneficial. But at the same time, like I can't, I can't stop things. Yeah. And if I get into anything I become obsessed yeah, with it. Yeah, he literally like couldn't stop and I was like finally like Shelly just moved to the coffee table, let's watch Netflix. So I started <laughs> watching a show. I was like eating dinner and I even put like an, a bowl of ice cream in front of him and he was drawing and he's like, I can't stop. I can't stop. Like I've never seen him chew something over ice cream. Like, and it was in your face too. Yeah. And you were just like, you were so like pissed off that you couldn't stop. And I'm like, just stop. Like there's no point. Yeah, but it was just, it would be hard for me. I don't know. It's just, it's just tough for me to like move away from something that I've started. Like I needed to finish the drawing that I had in my head. And once I was finished, I could go to bed. But it was but so it, funny because it was like six hours. Yeah. How long was it? Yeah, I did it for like six hours. It straight. was really long. And then the second you finished, you like put the cap on your pen. You're like, that was pointless. <laughs> <laughs> then I went to bed. And then you went to bed. Yeah. I was like, do I frame it? Like you worked so hard on it. Yeah, but so then maybe he's like, yeah, so no more hobbies for you. Yeah, we're never doing that again. I should frame it like right there. Or in no, the middle no, no. of our podcast. Just burn it. No, I can't. Uh, <laughs> you worked so hard on it. I, uh, but that, that's, the, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a good trait to have, I guess. But, but I maybe feel it's like, just a little extreme. Yeah, it is. But I yeah. know it's like the same thing. Like if I started golfing or if I go and tried surfing or do something like that, like I know I would become obsessed with it. And it's not like one of those things that last like a month or two months. Like even that next day, I wanted to draw again. But I was like, I'm needed. I need to work. I need to work out. I need. I wouldn't have let you. <laughs> but like it for me, like like if surfing or golfing or whatever a hobby that I would start, like I would really, really want to dedicate like a year to it. You know, like mm -hmm. of like really working at it. And then so then it's just again just tunnel vision. But yeah, so I do hobbies by myself now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even ask him anymore. That was awful. Yeah. And I, I felt guilty. I was like, I made him do this. Like, this is my fault. Mm -hmm. How long does that camera record for? Yeah, we should, uh, we should restart. Restart them. Yeah. Both, both Pause. Actually, you keep talking. I'll, I'll do it. Um, okay. So <laughs> this guy walks into a bar and I don't know any jokes. Well, um, 
just restarting the cameras here. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Just by myself? You're How do you do this? You're terrible. You couldn't think of anything to talk about. No. Anything. No. That's not good. Um, so, Ala... Uh, let me readjust my shorts. Whoa. Yeah, sorry. There are sorry, children guys. watching this. <laughs> um, anyway, doing the podcast right now. I just worked out before this. Tomorrow, actually, let's p- before tomorrow. Tonight, we're going to go walk around because it's been beautiful weather. It has been really nice. The, the spring this year has been like a month long, and last year it was like a day. Yeah. It's been amazing. Like it's yeah. 70s, 80s, like, and no wind because last year it was so windy, tornadoes. Sometimes it's a little muggy and humid, but sometimes it's just dry and nice. Yeah. But like today has been amazing. I haven't been outside. It's like so. a little hot. It's like 88 right now. But I, by the time we finish this up and then we go we on our go walk. go check on our house. Go check on our future house. Yeah, the $6 million house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be perfect. But yeah, it's there's literally no wind outside, not a cloud in the sky. Beautiful. We were at the pool yesterday. Mm-hmm, it's, we this is like my favorite weather. And this is honestly what the weather is like in Portland right now, but even less humid. Well, we will uh, find that out for ourselves in the mm-hmm. future. Yeah. Um, but then so tomorrow as well, tomorrow's Sunday. And so we've been basically going Monday through Friday with our small group trainings. And that's been... I we. I was like... No, no, no. My, I haven't been training. Tulsa. FC Tulsa, Monday through Friday, yeah. we've been doing small group trainings. Then we have our body weight workouts like Tuesday, Thursday. And then every Friday, we've been doing like a yoga session. So that's like our, our routine. We have five days on. And then weekends, we've been getting off. So I've been feeling like a normal human being, like having weird. a weekend. It's been... I, it's kind of nice. Like I kind of enjoy it. I mean, obviously, I, I don't enjoy this as much as I enjoy mm-hmm. playing in games and being in season. But it is very weird to have... A life. And I'm not used to it. Like even like last night you had like a glass of wine and I was like Yeah. It's like what are you doing? Yeah. Like, this isn't normal. Yeah, it's been very um I don't know. I feel like it's almost like retired life, but yet I'm yeah, still training five days a week. Down and, a little bit. But I'm I'm again, I'm enjoying it, but I if I could I would trade to go back into season for anything. I miss that so much and I I can't wait for that to start. Hopefully that starts. Um, but tomorrow, like I, like I said, we have the weekend off. So tomorrow Sunday. Uh, tomorrow we're going to Turner Falls, which is like two and a half hours away from Tulsa. It's like south of Oklahoma City. Got some tickets already that we bought online. And uh, it should just be like a cool little nature area with like a waterfall and some hiking paths and some swimming holes and stuff like that. So I've never gone to a swimming hole. First time. First time swimming all. <laughs> it's it's always interesting though, because like I said, like we are spoiled coming from Oregon and California with our like parks and our like nature and the stuff that you can do. Yeah, you're in a freaking rainforest. Yeah. So it is gonna be uh I don't want to get my hopes up too high. But the ratings are and the reviews have been pretty good, but you just never know. Because I know. we've we've had yeah, that experiences with that know. about how like, oh yeah, this is a musty attraction and you go there and it's like where is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah. Uh, but that's for tomorrow. So yeah, it's uh, I, like I said, I'm having a weekend off and we're doing something. A day trip versus, I mean, this usually today would be game day mm-hmm. and then tomorrow's I go in and do Aww. a recovery session. I miss games. Yeah, me too. I wonder where I'd be. I wonder where, what game we'd be playing right now. That was now. such a tease that you guys played one game. Actually, what's today? Uh, May 30th. Next weekend would have been the San Diego game. Would have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I was looking forward to that game. Me too. For the first time I've, I've ever played in San Diego. Me too. Besides like club when I was like 17 or something. So that kind of sucks. Mm. Yeah. Thanks for getting me in we a bad mood. We won't think about that. Mm-hmm. No soccer at all. But honestly, the, the it's weird though, because like we, the training sessions that we've been doing, it's not like, cause usually in season, the training sessions are very tactical. You know, obviously it's very tense um, because everybody's trying to get a starting spot or, you know, you're just preparing like it's super serious. But now, I mean, the trainings are, it's just kind of fun. Like we just yeah, go you out. Played that tennis, soccer, tennis thing. The other yeah. day. We just yesterday our yeah, yesterday it was Friday. So we just played soccer tennis for like an hour and a half. We did some passing, finished a little bit of finishing and then uh, did yoga out of the field. Yeah, you got to look at the silver lining, I feel like. Yeah. Like there are some good things that are coming out of your season, you know? Like yeah. you guys are all getting to just slow down, like yeah. relax. But, but the <laughs> trainings, life. it's like I haven't had these trainings. I mean, it kind of feels like off-season trainings, but yeah. you're with your team. So it's cool because we just play. We just do passing drills. We just do technical work. Um, so it is really fun. And there's no, it's like, you don't have the pressure of like, okay, you know, San Diego this next week, San Diego. But again, it, it does get a little old. Like, you know, you kind of go to training and you're like, well, you know, like, what are you, what am I preparing for? Well, you're staying fit and you're preparing for the season if it comes and when it comes or whatever. But at the same time, you're like, there's still no news. So I'm yeah. just kind of going out here. So it's a weird mix. I know. That's why I just wanted to know. Once you just know, then the trainings will feel better. Yeah. Even if it's far away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a but point Because then to you it. can kind of prepare. It's like, okay, if games are starting August 1st, then I, I know like, okay, July 1st is when I'm really going to start kicking up the fitness and getting, you know, a hundred percent, try to get match fit again and, and everything and tailor your workouts and tailor, tailor your training and everything. Or at least even do like full sided trainings where you're doing like, you know, seven V seven, 11 V 11, like full stuff like that. Cause it's just been dribbling drills, passing drills stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm enjoying this Shelly, this version of Shelly. Retired Shelly pretty much. Yeah. I like it. I, I, like you go on walks with me. Cause before, even if it was the day before a game, you're like, no, I don't want to get too tired for the game. And then the day of the game, we have like 10 hours to kill. And you're like, no, I can't move. I've saved all of my energy. <laughs> I can't even walk outside. I'm like, okay. And then the next day you're sore and you have to recover and then mm-hmm. so you don't want to do anything. And then it just repeats. Yeah. Like I've, I made the video. It's like when the season is going on, like it's not just like a job, like it's literally a 24 hour lifestyle. Yeah, it's your, it's your whole you have life. to get your eight hours of sleep. You know, you have to get your meals. You don't want to yeah. go on it. You, everything is just, it affects you a little bit and you have to live your life and have fun. But yeah, every time that you're doing normal people stuff, what normal people do to have fun of like golfing or going out to drinks or a bar. Yeah. It's, it's like the smallest things too. that like you take for granted, like even just having a glass of wine together or like staying up past 10 o'clock, <laughs> you know, or past nine 30. Like I'm still not used to that either. I'm like, yeah. why isn't he going to bed? Cause normally like right at nine 30 or 10, you like shut everything off. And now it's just, you're kind of like, well, like I'm just going to enjoy my life because there's no reason not to. So mm-hmm. yeah, you definitely get to see a glimpse, but the, it's funny as I see a glimpse into like retired life, like it just makes me be like, okay, I really want to have a good, I really want to continue playing pro like yeah. and however long I want to play for, like whether it's until I'm 30 or however long I continue to play. Like I really want to suck or like squeeze like this, this, <laughs> take a commercial break right yeah, yeah, yeah. pause let's re- let's rewind that <laughs> i really want to squeeze everything i can out of yeah. this game yeah in, in my professional career <laughs> yeah well i'll cut that out 
I'm the one editing this. Yeah, yeah. I'm keeping no, this we, in. We'll just leave this all in. It'll be funny. It was just funny because you, you use your hands too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. While you're talking. Sorry. I'm like, where is he going with this? Sorry, viewers. Um, I just want to... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, why is that funny to me? <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited to go outside today. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Do you want to walk in that same area, like again past that? I would house? like to. It was like by the Philbrook Museum. Yeah, Philbrook Museum area. It's cool because, like, I always thought Tulsa was really small, but we keep discovering these new like streets and like neighborhoods. Like, oh, the thing with Tulsa here. is it's very suburban, you know. Yeah. So it's like, like, there's not much of like a city. Like, there's not much going on downtown, but there's a lot of neighborhoods. Yeah. And there's like pockets of area. Even St. Louis was a little bit like that, where it was like very like pockets of neighborhoods, you know? Yeah. But it was more of, it was a bigger city. But they city. had more like, because Tulsa has like the Brookside area, which is kind of like the cool chill area. And mm-hmm. I feel like St. Louis had a couple of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they did. I miss, uh, we were talking about that tacos place from, what is that? Where was that place in St. Louis? The tacos? It was like a Mexican place. And it then was, they had Taco Tuesday. It was the sponsor of our jersey. She. No, Chewy's is the one here, isn't it? No, Torchy's is the one here. No, the one right, the pink oh, one. Oh, Chewy's, yeah. Chewy's. yeah what was that called? Yeah, they sponsored your team. Just look at your jersey. It's probably on there. But they had Taco Tuesday. That's where I had my first, like, good margarita. That was good. That yeah, but that I was thinking about that. Like, that, that was a cool area, like, where that restaurant yeah, was like, and everything. Yeah, like, there's kind of, like, cool, like, hip little streets of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe yeah, Tulsa's just smaller. Maybe we just haven't found them yet. The restaurants? No, like the areas. Do you think they exist? No, we've like Brookside's pretty cool. I know down. We've been to like there's like Cherry Street's kind of cool. Yeah, my gym Um, was there. Oh, and then the other, the last topic I have is uh, I want to talk about like tried meditating. Oh my god! (laughs) Just because, like, especially when Mimi was in California, I just had so much time because I was quarantining in my apartment pretty much. It's one thing I thought you would never do. Yeah. Ever. Mm. Because you don't have a problem turning your brain off. Yeah. Well, multiple things. I mean, why do people meditate though? Like what's the point of meditation? I think it's to de-stress and to just like pause. Mm-hmm. I've, th- I've think, and I, this is just from what I've learned. It's like to de-stress, to, to pause, to relax, to help to go to sleep and to also like to realign like w- your intentions or like focus on like your, like basically to become more productive or something as well. I don't think you need any of that. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, so I'm like, why are you doing this? Well, I just wanted to try it. Like, it was, just, it was a new just hobby. See if you could do it. It was a new hobby. That's why. Huh? Just to see if you could do it. Yeah, and it turns out I can't. No, because he already has like narcolepsy where he'll fall asleep like instantly. Like he'll be middle of a sentence, fall asleep. Yeah. And so now he like try to do it like while he's sleeping, you know, before you go to bed. And it's like, hey, now breathe in like 10 times and he's out. Yeah. Like that's it. Honestly, I, the first time I did it, I don't think I lasted more than 30 seconds before I was completely passed out. And then I tried it again. And then I was like, you know what? I should stop trying to meditate before, like lying in bed before I go to sleep. So then I was like, I'll do it on my couch. And this was like mid afternoon. Oh my God. You but that was during asleep. my nap That's time. That's your nap time on the couch. <laughs> so then you I can't be in the area during the time where yeah, you normally so I sleep. Need, I need to try it like sitting in a chair. That's probably why people sit, cha- sit up when they do it. Yeah. But like, I need to do it like either early morning, like before training, or I need to do it like at dinner time or something where I'm not usually sleeping. Cause I tried it on the couch a few times before my nap. And again, out like a light. So, and I tried the DC and I don't even, I'm not, I don't really have like a stressful then life. Don't do it. I don't know. Yeah. There's, There's just so, so many other things to do. It's true. And, and, and move, I feel just like, move, what's your next thing that you want to try? No, I'm done trying stuff. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. <laughs> Meditating, drawing. Yeah. 
Uh, it didn't work out. So okay, I'm just gonna go back to obsessing about YouTube and this podcast. I had so I obsess about. There's a lot of hobbies I have. Like honestly, I've I've run a podcast. That's not a hobby. That's a hobby. That's our job. That's people's hobbies. People's this is my, this running is my a, job. Running, running is our, like I said, it turned into a job, but running a podcast is a hobby. Starting a podcast is a hobby. I'm the one editing it. Creating it. I, you edit one video out of five. Well, so it's not your hobby today. It's my, I'm doing it. I'm still doing the podcast. I ran, I did all the topics. But is talking a hobby? It is for me. <laughs> I don't know. No, but that's the thing. Podcast, people, everybody will agree with me. A podcast would be a hobby that you can turn into a money-making job. Same with a YouTube channel. A YouTube channel starts off as a hobby. You know? Okay, fine. I win. Okay. Yeah. It's not worth the fight. It's not. You think you're right? Yeah. Comment below if I'm right or if Mimi's right. Um, yeah. Is that, that's like what I kind of like had on my list to talk about. Yeah. Do you have anything else? No, and I really want to go outside. So the only topic you brought, I said <laughs> to bring topics to this podcast. What? My two topics was hobbies and the house that we wanted in Portland, San Diego, but you brought them both up. It's not my fault. Fair enough. We're just on the same page. We're, we just fist bumped. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> um, well, let's do one more thing. I got, I'll okay. do some, uh, do some questions for you. Okay. Bring them. One, do you think if you do live in Portland, will you have to tailor or alter your interior design style when you go to Portland? Because it, it does have a different style than San Diego. What a question out of the blue, huh? No, because I wrote a post about this on my website. Okay. I don't really believe in the word style. Oh God. <laughs> no, I just think like, I think to be an interior designer and to label yourself with a style I think is limiting. And I feel like a good designer should be able to do like a whole range of things. So I think that I could do any type of style that people want, like whatever a client wants, I can deliver it with my own twist on it. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I will deliver the Portland style in my way. I, and <laughs> I hate the Portland style. It's like very, eclectic it's very old it's very he just hates anything old i love stuff with character i think like the perfect the ideal perfect project would be something with like old bones or beautiful architecture with some like classical pieces and then put some sort of like modern twist on it because i think all modern is boring yeah it's sterile yeah i think like, because the Portland, was it the Victorian style? That in the yeah, Portland? it's like, there's a lot of Victorian elements and it's kind of like, I, I would say the whole Pacific Northwest has like this style. Just very like homey, earthy. Um, granola. Granola, yeah. It's the only way to describe it really. Yeah. And then I like the, the California, is this modern? Is it, what's that style that I like? Yeah, it's kind of, well, it depends. Like San Diego and, and LA have like a real like beachy modern vibe. So it's really light woods, light colors, like not just modern, but there's like natural elements that are light and like airy kind of. And now there's a lot of modern farmhouse everywhere. Mm -hmm. But see, I that's the thing is like, I think a good solid like house or design or anything is a mixture i think all of what san diego is is boring and i think all of what portland is is boring i think you have to mix it nice i know you come up with a question did for i answer me. your question yeah 10 out of 10 
Okay. Who's better at haircuts? Oh, yeah. Me or Andrew? <laughs> uh, Mimi gave a... You gave a really good haircut this last time. I did. That was... I already want to do another one. This rivals Andrew's haircut. I, I want to do another one. Yeah. The only thing that we want to do next time is like really try to work on... I mean, the fade was really good. I did But it's good longer fade. fade. Yeah. We want like I a, told you I wanted to go shorter and you're like, no, we'll just do it again in a week. Yeah. So this isn't my fault. This is his fault. Yeah. We can try to go a little bit shorter on yeah. the sides. I'm uh, always scared to like to start out short, so I kind of take off a little bit of time, and then it just takes like two hours. Then I'm like, whatever. <laughs> the we're hard done. part about going short is it like reveals more of the your true head shape. <laughs> no, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, I was gonna say the lines, like the fade. Yeah. So the shorter you go, yeah, the more, more obvious. Yeah, because skin showing too. Yeah. So the more obvious the, the yeah. fade has. But I'm the good perfect... at fading, so it's not a big deal. We'll I've see. gotten the numbers down. I don't confuse them anymore. So. That was like with your, your, your struggle. So like when you have the, things differently, when you have the clippers that you cut the hair, when you twist it, it goes longer. And I'm like, that makes the hair longer. And when you twist the knob and it brings the little blades closer together, it's shorter. So that's when you want to cut the hair shorter. And we was doing it backwards. My head just sees things the total opposite of Shelly. No, in my head, it made sense because when you, when you lifted the blades like up, Mm -hmm. I thought the blades were closer to your hair. So I thought it was cutting it shorter. But what about when you put a longer guard in front of it? I wasn't thinking the guard part. I was thinking the blade was closer to your head. No, but that just makes the blades farther apart. But I don't think about it like that. <laughs> I'm explaining to you where it went wrong. <laughs> okay. And then this other day, we were talking about this trick I learned in elementary school where you, to figure out how many days are in each month, I'm going to have to explain this as, because some people aren't watching us on YouTube. You're not, you just use your knuckles. But you use your knuckles and you put your fists together. So like both fists are together, like your thumbs are touching and you start with your left hand pinky knuckle. So that's January and that's 31 days. And then as you go to the right and you go into that like divot between the knuckles, that's February and that's 30 days. And then the knuckle next, or sorry, February is, uh oh. <laughs> no, you said February, you skip. So you do January, February, March. No, no, you don't skip. No, it's, it's just, January. It's, not, it's just a special this. month and it has 20. I got this. Days. So look, the left knuckle, the pinky knuckle is 31. As you go into the divot, that's Jan- or February and that has 28 because it's on leap year. The next one is the knuckle. So that's March. March with 31. Then the next one is April. So that has 30 because you're in the divot. And then it goes to May. 31. 31. And then June is 30. And then July is 31. And then you go straight over to the next knuckle, which is August, which it also has 31. <laughs> and you keep going People until... People like, what am I listening yeah, to? Yeah, but right? that's what I learned. In, I learned that in like elementary, like first I just grade. knew the song, you know, like, na na na, half September, April, May. I didn't know it. That's why my, I never worked. My teacher taught me that way. And so I taught Mimi that. And then she was saying that all the high points were the lower day months yeah. and all the divots were the higher day months. <laughs> and explain what you just said when you when I said that. <laughs> Did it make sense though? No. Okay. <laughs> because if it's higher up. On the knuckle. On the knuckle. I'm picturing it like in the month. So higher up on the month is a shorter month. And if it's lower, it's a longer month because the month that goes longer. <laughs> Okay, coming from the guy who thinks the calendar year is a circle that goes counterclockwise, he thinks January <laughs> is down here. If you think of a clock, like January is at like six o'clock and then it goes this way. That So whenever we're talking about anything, he's like, yeah, so like whenever we get to June, we can move in and then we can drive over here. And he's like going in yeah. a circle. 
It's. Uh, I will say that's weird. That's a weird quirk I have of, with the months. Is it's I not literally a quirk. Do that. It's just weird. It's a weird way I envision the months of the year. It goes January at the bottom, and then you go counterclockwise: January, February, March, April, May, June, July. July is like the top of the circle. August, September, October. Now we're over at like the opposite N- side, o'clock. like nine o'clock, and then you go October, November, December. That and is you're so back. weird. The yeah. the year is linear. January is at the top. December at the bottom, like a, like a freaking calendar, like how it's actually <laughs> written do, out. I do that, that when I'll explain like the months and I'm talking about going through a year, yeah, I'm like, I, so yeah, season starts in like March and we'll go all the way through to like November and I do the circle. Because yeah, he talks with his hands. So everyone's, like, <laughs> everyone's like, what are you doing? I know, doing? I gotta stop that because people who I don't know are like, why is he drawing a circle when he's talking about the year? Yeah. But let me know if you guys have even made it this far in the podcast. He claims that a teacher like presented no, no, the no. calendar to him in a circle. Like no, a, no, no. It was, I, I think on like in kindergarten or preschool or first grade or wherever, there was that drawn up. That's what I'm saying. A teacher introduced you to a calendar okay, yeah. in a circle. But I think that's bullshit. I think you're just making it up. <laughs> I don't know. Because my mom's a kindergarten teacher and she would never do that well, to anybody. I mean, different styles. You weren't taught it's the knuckle styles. thing. It's styles. It's the correct way to look at no, something. No, no, no. Because you learned a song about the days of the month and I learned the knuckle thing. It's just different. It's just a diff- different teaching method. Yeah, but that's like looking at the clock like a line. No, like, because, yeah, midnight, no, because well, there's no right way to look at the, the, the monthly. I mean, all we have is a calendar, but there's no how like... How does a calendar work, Shelly? It's a flip through page, like as a book. Even when it's not, when it's all written on one page. But then it's like, yeah, I mean, okay, I get it. But like, if you just, <laughs> I don't know. There's no, I, it's not and like a clock. I won. Okay, well, that was the Against All Odds podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, once again, thank you to Ebonel, uh Lightning Pain Relief Cream. Ebonel Skin... Let me restart. Thank you to Ebonel Skincare for sponsoring the podcast and specifically to the Lightning Pain Relief Cream. Uh, really appreciate you guys sponsoring us. You need us. to work on your product placement because whenever you talk about that, you flip it around like oh, a million miles an hour and no one can see it. Okay, I'll hold it. Let me get it right side up. Thank there you. There Eb- you go. Thank you to Ebonel Skincare for sponsoring this podcast and thank you specifically for sending out the Lightning Pain Relief Cream. If you guys want to check it out, use the links in the description and once again, use the discount code AGAINST10. That's AGAINST and then the numbers one zero. And if anybody can name this movie, I'll give you 10 points. <laughs> Anything is possible if you just believe. I. Where's that from? I always do this and you always forget. Comment if you know what movie it's from. It's at the very end of a movie, like the last scene. Anything is possible. Anything is possible if you just believe. And this says believe on it. No idea. I'll tell you the next episode. Princess Diaries. See so you have to come back. No, but close. Peace. Okay. Um, yeah. Catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.